Amakwini Togozani Emakosini. Ikamalam Guzipo Abokdolamo Elogukula Gumai Shome. Ba Utanda Ungan Biza Gokumai Shome Oganye Kokonyazu. Bendizo Tanda Utata Ili Tuba, Ditsama Kushekuzo Zonge is surely as in the pete yo as pagatikum zimbawam, and libele yo oganye engas bizang and go guzinga kumbiz kalekis. Ema Beleni, Em Olanga, Olambulo, Kunda, Ovapi, Onanda Pagani Sandia Tamakusha. The Tamakushe, Emma Zizini, Olamienum Dadela, Binoboya. The Tamakusha Combatano Cassibe, Dinga Wali Belanga, Mampinga, Owawa, Opologosha. Tamakusha Christelis and Pesle, Lios and Begi Pele, and Clog on the Chocutianu Zengeli, Unongo Set and Sichon Tamakushi. Tamakushe Christelis, so tall on Langisa. Amakushe potida on Wangule. Amakushe Gustwellis and Fundusa Upaga Messilosi. Jalon Togos Sakubaba Wam, Umam Dambok and Tango, Tang it to Rosa Coco. Togos Sakuko Kumkulwami, Umapizi, Gama Hoto. Ditty Bayeta Makosa Makul, Makose Zizwe. Please note that today's participant's name has been concealed to protect her identity. For the purposes of the segment, we will be calling her Dinewo. We would like to give you a warm welcome to this week's installment of Gogo Have I Been Scammed, a show where we seek to address the personal accounts of people who've been left feeling bamboozled, confused, and otherwise unsure post their interactions with traditional healers. Today, we'll be chatting to Dinewo, who has had a recent experience with a traditional healer that has left her otherwise feeling scammed and bamboozled. This experience left her with many questions and with a hefty hole in her pocket. Dinewo, can you tell us how you contacted this traditional healer, what happened, and just give us a little account as to how you got to the situation that you got to? Hi, thank you so much for having me. So it all started when I was looking for a specific herb that um, prompted, like that I needed to to work with. Um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's mother wart, something like that. And something in me just said, you know, I really need to find this herb and I need to use it, you know, for my own um to heal my own um, issues or, or whatever I felt like at the time needed healing. So I went online. I wasn't really expecting to go to a traditional healer. I was just looking for a place or someone who sells it mm-hmm. or who could source it for me. So I went online and I searched and and uh, I got a hit on on. An, a number that said, okay, I have these herbs and I deal with them. And I thought to myself, you know, I just want to buy this thing. It's not going to, I'm not going to look for anything further than that. So it should be easy enough, you know. So I found the person online. I called the number and the person said, yes, I have, I have what you're looking for. Please come through and, you know, I can sell it to you. So I said, okay, where are you? You know, and they said, I'm in Morningside. So I thought, okay, they're in a, a, a suburb, you know, it's it's a pretty safe place. So I thought, ah, no harm. And that's when I went over to them for the first time. Um, okay, 
can you can you take us a little bit more through your interaction with the healer once you got there? Um, what was the space like? What was the conversation like? How do you remember how you felt? Can you just take us through that, please? Hundred percent. So when I went there, uh, they sent me a location, and it was at a house, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect it to be a house, so I thought, oh, okay, this is unusual. But for the type of herb that I'm looking for, maybe, you know, this person is is selling it from their house. So, mm. so I said, okay, let me let me go. So I arrived. Uh, it was a big house, beautiful house, in a safe neighborhood. Went to the inside the house in the like passage then this room that i was taken to was very dark and um the person was then was there you know and at first i couldn't really see them clearly so i said i okay um i don't know if this is you know what i need but let's let's see so our first interaction i greeted the person and he said it was a he he said, um, he greeted me back and he said, wow, you look nice. So I said, okay, thanks. <laughs> and then I told him what I was looking for. And he said, okay, I can give you that. That's fine. But I have to do a reading. So I said, I'm not really looking for a reading at this point. I just really need this thing. He said, well, I'm, he said, you know, he, he caught on to some of the things that kind of lure you in mm-hmm. and was like no you know let me just do it for you and let's just see where it goes don't worry it's it's nothing hectic and I said look I don't I don't also have like a lot of money so I can't really pay you like and he's like no don't worry the reading is free so I said oh okay <laughs> it's a free reading I guess let's let's get into it and uh and he started the reading he said that um he sees some success, you know, um, he sees me being um, overly, like, very successful and also very rich, mm-hmm. right? So at that point, I, was, I wasn't really shook by what he said because I thought to myself, ah, everyone wants to hear that. Then he went a bit more specific, you know, um, but he, he didn't mention anything about... Um, well, he didn't ask me per se about my ancestors and their, you know, their names or anything like that. But he said that he is he's communicating with my great grandfather. So sorry, not great, my grandfather, just my grandfather mm-hmm. on my mom's side. So that really caught me off guard because I have I had never had an experience spiritually with my grandfather and I also didn't know him because he passed away before I was born mm-hmm. um, but he I know he played a very big role in my family and it was a big deal to hear about that for me so I think that's what caught me off guard okay. and he mentioned a few things that were connected to him um, and then he started speaking about the lotto so i said uh okay i don't play the lotto i don't know what that's about but okay then he, we we left that conversation i said look i really just want to clear myself of these 
past traumas that I've experienced and that's really all I'm here for. I don't need anything else mm. other than that. He said, okay, no problem. Uh, I'm going to ask a favor. Um, please, for the next three days, take, um, he gave me, what did he give me? I'm trying to remember if it was, it was something to steam with. Mm-hmm. So like a steaming, something I must put in it's water and years. steam with. Yes. And then he gave me a piece of paper, a white paper. Oh, he told me to get a piece of clear white paper mm-hmm. and put it under my mattress. And then I, I must speak to my ancestors about the things that I want to clear out of my, mm-hmm. from my past traumas. So I did that. Oh, and he told me to get specific types of candles. Okay. He told me to get a blue and a red and a white candle. So I was struggling to get a blue candle. And also it was during working hours, so I didn't have time to Mm. go. So I missed the first day and then I did the for the rest of the three days. And when I went back to him after that, he said, but you missed the day. So we're behind now. So I said, oh, but what does that mean? And he said, no, it looks like we might have to start over with the process. So I said, oh, okay, now this is building on. And I'm like, okay, fine. Let me do it properly. And then we can go from there. Then he said, okay, do you? And then he told me to bring that piece of paper back. Okay. So I brought the piece of paper back. He did his thing. And the next thing, the paper was blank. And the next thing, there were numbers on the paper. Hmm. So I said, okay, what is on? What is going on here? He said, I don't know what these numbers are. These are very strange. He, so he also didn't know, right? Well, he pretended. I don't know. He pretended he doesn't know. And then uh, a few moments later, he said, you know, I think these are lotto numbers. So I said, uh, okay. <laughs> Then he said, do me a favor, just go on your phone and check what yesterday's lotto numbers were. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and there were the same numbers that were on the paper. Okay. So I said, okay, this is weird, you know, because that is a very unusual experience, something you never see. I don't, I've never seen that, so I was really shook. And I think I started to also then take him a little bit seriously. Okay. So then he said, okay, look, this is a good thing. This is a good sign. And I think from here we can, we can work towards getting those numbers on the right day. Because what happened was we did it the, a day late, so those numbers came late. Okay, just to be clear. Yes. Had you gone there to ask for e-number zelot? No. Absolutely not. So this had veered off into something else that... Completely. Okay. Yes. I wanted just healing for my own, from my own traumas in the past. And I was reading up about it and I wanted to do it in such a, in a, I didn't even want to do like anything spiritual or traditional. Yeah. I just wanted to do like a cleansing, but a very personal type of cleansing with what I felt like. I needed, you know, I was just going to steam and call it a day and pray, you know, but this person then lured me into no, but you have these 
these, uh, uh, these numbers and you have your ancestors directing you to this. So I was like, okay, let me listen. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then what happened following the interaction where you would have then had to start over, right? Right. Yes. So now at this point he said, okay, we can do it again, um, but obviously do it properly on the three days and all of that. So I did it properly with the three days, the steaming, the praying, all of that. Came back again, numbers appeared again mm-hmm. on a different piece of paper this time and also of the previous day's numbers. Okay. Right? And then I said, okay, I don't know what's happening, but why is it just the previous days? What's happening? You know, and he said, then he said, okay, let me do a proper reading and see. So he did his thing. He had. What kind of materials did he have during the reading? What did he use? Uh, yeah. So he had a lot of candles. Okay. He, he had like a mirror as okay. well and like a mini shrine of some sort. It had. So the mirror was surrounded by like herbs and pictures and, you know, because um, he had asked me to send him pictures of my palms as okay. well. Okay. He put those pictures there. Um, he had a lot of um, smoke. There was smoke. Um, I don't want to say. I don't know if it's incense. And we sat on the ground, and in front of of him, he had like containers and lots of stuff that I had no idea okay. what those were. But I'm guessing they were his medicine and herbs that he was using. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so th- those are the that types was, of things. Those were the tools that he had. Yes. Um, and then following that interaction, when did it start? How, how did it develop into, into naturally what it had become? Right? Yeah. So then after saying he wants to do a reading, then he said, okay, look, we need to do a cleansing. Okay. So I said, what type of cleansing? He said, um, you know, possibly slaughtering or we could do it here. And I, uh, uh, I could do the cleansing for you, or you know, we could do it together. Um, I just need a few items, right? So he told me to get eggs and milk, and then he told me to um, do number one in a bowl. Okay. And then he, then that's when the process then started of doing like a cleansing and and all of those things and from that cleansing then he he identified that there were certain things holding me back okay which for me was a matter of interest because i was like what are these things and how can i get rid of them did he specify what those things were yes so in that cleansing that we did uh, he found that there was a snake mm-hmm. and a there was money mm-hmm. and it was like held in a hand and something else I can't remember and what, what and kind blood. of interpretation did he give you for all of this what was his kind of interpretative analysis of these things so with the snake, he said that, um, okay, I can't really remember with the snake, but it was something internal, 
-hmm. Like there was something in me that, you know, was not good, but he took it out. That was now the snake coming out, right? Then the money he said, those are... Um, that's that's an uh, something that's holding my money back, okay. my finances back. Someone is hold. He said someone is holding against you the ability to have money. Okay. Uh, just for context' sake, at that point, I also had some financial issues. Okay. So when okay. he said that, it also kind of hit home. It resonated. Yes. Yes. And then. The last thing he said, which really, really bothered me a lot, was that he wasn't sure I was able to have children. So then, from then on, I took it seriously because I was like, I don't want to not have children. I want to get rid of my financial issues. And if this is the way, um, I've been, you know, I've sort of thought about it as being guided there, which is also a very tricky situation. But so I, I, I obliged. Then the issue came when he started saying, I've got these things, we've cleansed you of them yes. for, for now. Now I need to get rid of these things, is what he said to me. Okay. So I said, okay, what, how are you getting rid of them? What's, what do you need? He said, I need to wrap the snake in some sort of lion skin or something. And then I need to go to the mountains and destroy these things. Okay. You know, he was very adamant that he had to destroy these things, destroy, destroy, destroy. So I said, okay. Then he said, but this will cost money. So I said, okay. Uh, what are we talking? And he said, it's about you know twenty k. So I said, sheesh, that is a lot of money. But if this is the first and and last cleansing we're doing, I mean, you know, let's let's try it so I gave him some money and then, do you mind telling us how much you'd given him at, at that point so it was 800 rand in the beginning mm-hmm. um, after the reading which was supposedly free right and then it was the then it was the 20k yeah so then I said okay fine and then I gave him the money he went and he destroyed these things. Were you there? No. No, okay. I was not there. Because he said he doesn't want these things anywhere close to me. Okay. In fact, after we had done the cleansing, he quickly like kicked me out. He was like, no, you need to leave now because these things are active. And if they find themselves coming back to you, then it's a bigger problem. Okay. So he, after the cleansing, he said, you, you need to leave right now. So how much of the 20K portion did you actually give to him in, 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 in cash? It was about 6 to 7K cash. Okay. And the rest I EFT'd. And then when did you start to feel uneasy? Um, did anything that he had said would sort of materialize in your life materialize? Did you feel any different or did you still feel like you needed some kind of intervention? So after that, when I started to feel uneasy was when he asked me to do more things. Because uh, I thought it was just going to be the cleansing and then we're done. Okay. And then at some point he said, oh, no, to deal with because he remembered that I came there 
for a specific purpose. And he said, um, to deal with these things, you know, let's do this. So I said, okay, I obliged, did those things, gave me some herbs to uh, burn in the house, mm-hmm. um, some protection. Um, and so when he started asking for more money, what was it for? Was it Right, so he needed more money, right? And it was for another cleansing. Okay. So at that point, I started to be suspicious because I said, you, you said this cleansing will work and we've done everything to destroy that. So why another cleansing, mm-hmm. you know? And he said, this is what is coming up. There are things that keep blocking us from getting, you know, these numbers or, yeah, these numbers. Yes. And we need to get rid of these things. You know, so I I was like, but wouldn't they have come up in the last cleansing? And he said, no, because those were the things that were an issue then. And now these are sort of like a new new problems. problems. Okay. So in my mind, I thought, hi, but there'll be new problems all the time, you know. And then he kept, then we did a second cleansing. And then after that, he, he still found some stuff, but it wasn't as deep. Mm-hmm. And then he said, yeah, this is not so bad, so I will need just 18K. 18? Yeah. So this would be close to 40,000 rands that you would have... Yeah. So at that point, I was like reluctant, but I was like, okay, let me just try. So I, I tried, and then I, I obliged again. Then we did the cleansing and then everything, and then now he was giving me excuses. The ancestors are not happy with this. Um, you need to do that. Or, you know, there, were, there was always an issue coming up. And then when I decided, I, I don't know about this, was when he said third cleansing. So I said, hi. Mm-mm. Now what is this one? Which Can would have cost how much? Yeah. Then that one was the most, actually. He wanted 30K. 30,000. And I said, I'm not going to, I can't do that. That I can't, like, that's impossible. And then he said, but you have to, because we're in this deep, we're now here, you know, and then now I got scared Mm -hmm. because I'm like, what have I done? What, where have I got, like, I'm now in this mess. What do I do? Do I just stop and, you know, or do I see it through? Or so at that point, then I, I started to then, really um, get a bit scared and started questioning him which I should have done in the beginning but alas after that then I decided you know what let me let me ask someone else who is you know a traditional healer if this is the right way and mm-hmm. if things are if this is normal and that's when I I, I approached you and I asked you, um, is this normal? You know, what's happening? She, and you were like, I, girl, I don't know about this, you know? So after that, then I decided, you know, no, this is not it. So I cut ties altogether. And that's when I stopped going. And he was then, he was also, he was like waiting for money. He's like, no, but you need to give me this money. You need to give me this money. And he kept saying, I owe these people, these other people who helped me get your information or, or helped me get rid of these things for you and I need to pay them so we owe those people. We don't want to owe those people. So I said, but you owe those people. I don't owe them. I don't know those people. 
you know. And so he then he started to use some scared, scary tactics. And he said, okay, look, if you don't follow through with this, this is going to happen to you. He said, no, your skin is going to turn black. And then you're going to... You're going to get really ill. You're going to get very, very sick. And I don't know what's, what might happen. And he said, after the cleansing, one of the cleansing he did, he said, you know, you, you have something that's wrong with your heart. And if we don't deal with it, I fear that, you know, the worst could happen with your heart. Do you really fear that though? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. So then after that, then, after cons- like speaking to you and and you also speaking to others who are more experienced and you after you came back and told me that's not it that's not what we do that's not anywhere near what you know what you know as so I was like okay I'm done I have to cut myself off from this person and so that experience for you how has it sort of shaped your understanding and your interaction with, and, and your, even your potential interaction with traditional healers or healing right. in this space. Um, so yeah. what kind of taste in your mouth? I, I get that it left a bit of taste in your mouth, yeah, definitely. For sure. But how has that sort of developed or how has that now changed if it has the way that you view traditional healing and uh, methods of divination and so forth? Yeah. So it has definitely made me I'm way more reluctant okay. to approach traditional healers at any any traditional healer. Um, I know for a fact now that I don't think that's where I need to go in any situation. So my chances of interacting with a traditional healer that I do not know are very, very slim. Mm. And that also... You know, I know you say it, le- it left a bit of taste in my mouth, but I think it also stole, you know, a belief from me yes. because I I am very much, I, I find myself, I think I'm quite spiritual and I am sort of sometimes drawn to, you know, these types of experiences or speaking to mediums or traditional healers and, and all of that. So now I have, no, I don't, I don't have any willpower or any strength or like I can't I don't even want to do a reading I haven't done one since since. yeah because I've I've, I'm I'm obviously disappointed in myself and disappointed in the situation and what it means for my spirituality so you know after that I lost touch with my own spirituality Mm. and that was a very very tough thing for me so it wasn't you know yes it was about being scammed by this person but it was also more about what does that say about who I am and what I believe and who I allow in my space and my ancestors space as well um I think before we we get um our other guest involved um, and for more of an unpacking, I guess. Um, I just want to say that this was not your fault, right? Um, You were right in seeking spiritual help and spiritual advice because at the end of the day, we are spiritual beings. And if it is in line with your belief system and where you are inclined, there was nothing wrong that you did. It was really on the next person. 
Um, the unfortunate thing, though, is that you would have had to be the one to bear the brunt and sort of take yourself out as well because you lose your beliefs and then what, right? You sort of have to work your way back to yourself, particularly if you associate yourself with your spirituality or yeah. those things go hand in hand. So mm. I just want you to know that, you know, uh, it's not all healers that are like <laughs> this at the risk of speaking mm. on everyone's behalf, but also it is not your fault. Um, it is not your Thank fault. Thank you. Um, so yes, yeah, I, I appreciate that, <laughs> and thank you, thank you for for being this brave to share your story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are going to hear from Ukoko. I I would like to hear your thoughts, Koko. Uh, just um, I mean, um, I would like to hear your thoughts on um, the story that we've heard. What is it that stood out for you? You know, just where your thinking is right now about this entire interaction that she's been through? Is it possible to find out from her um, if, if the person she was dealing with was of South African nationality? Yeah, so that person was not of South African nationality. And that's also something I realized well into the, 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 the sort of the interaction is that person was from yeah. Tanzania. They were Swahili. All right, that's okay. And I'd, I'd also like to say um, it was really not your fault. Like the host was saying, it's really on the other person. Um, we can't help how people, you know, have turned evil and, you know, there's, there's really not much we can do. So really, it's not your fault. Thank you very much. Um, it has happened to a lot of people. I deal with a lot of people that will call me um, after the effect, you know. And it's it's so funny how Morningside in Johannesburg seems to be, you know, a home base for these kind of people. Mm-hmm. I have a couple that was um, scammed in a different way, but almost similar um, um, way. They were scammed off like, I think it goes way over 500,000. The money they were scammed off. Mm. Um, it's sad because, you know, we get scammed or we get, um, how do I put it? You know, when we consult, I usually say when we consult without our families, when we go alone, you know, to consult, even a person of um, the same nationality as you, like even if you were to come to me, you know, as a well-known Ikrika or Isangoma, you get me? I always say it is advisable that you take someone with, especially a family, someone that has your best interest at heart, you understand? Mm. Someone that, you know, um, will be able to say, but no, hang in there, no, no, this is too much now, you understand? Um, someone that would be a voice of reason, you get me? Because understand one thing, spirituality is is something that we can, we, we can't touch, you understand? We, it's a belief, but we don't see what we believe in. We don't see the ancestors we believe in. We can't touch them, you understand? So, Hence, it is very easy for us to be gullible and vulnerable, you understand, because we believe in something that we can't see, you understand, that sometimes can't be proven. So other people will take chances, you know, and scam us because they can say anything and make it sound believable because 
spirituality in its nature is untouchable. You get me? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's important that one, um, someone else must know the person you are consulting. Mm -hmm. Someone else must have referred you to this person and they must have received help themselves. You get me? Mm -hmm. um, it's not wise to consult a person for the first time that has never, um, you know, been consulted by, you know, someone you know. Mm. That for me, that is a, a huge red flag. And when you consult alone, it's an opportunity for scammers to, one, they use fear. Mm. Immediately when they use fear, you understand, when they instill fear in you, when they use your ancestors, um, you know, to make you scared, um, if this, if you don't do this, this will happen or that will happen. Like how to have referrals? You need to have seen someone getting help from that person. People must not brag about what they do. You understand? You must not only hear it from them. You get me? It, there must be someone saying, yes, I did get help from that person. Hence, you find that it is really taboo for a Sangoma or Ikeha to advertise um, their services. Instead, they will advertise their work. You get me? Like, it will be what you see is what you get. You, 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 I, I don't know if you get me, but yes. for people to invite people to come get help from them, for me, that's another big, you know, calling you in numbers, you know, come, um, I'm, I'm offering cleansings, you understand? Um, the usual word is for free, but when you get there, the, there's only one thing that's for free, and then the rest is not for free. <laughs> this is one other thing that I think people must understand. Traditional healers, real traditional healers who are South African, I don't know about other nationals, um, it's very rare for any kind of service to cost more than 5,000 rands. There's, there's very few things that will cost more than 5,000 rands. Yes. Um, you no, know, one big money, is the, that's a scam. And that's, that person is not, um, how do I put it? Um, Abatwasanga. They are not trained. You understand? Umund on a proper, like a proper ndumba will not a person that really um um you know is guided and led by their ancestors, they will not go out there and ask for big monies from, from clients. Mm -hmm. The the general belief is that um, as a healer, my wealth really will come from my ancestors um blessing me. Because I am doing their work, you understand. But the kind of work I'm doing, um, the monies I I I I I, I request from people, it's like we call them offerings. Um, it's really not a lot of money because if you need help and you um you are desperate, you need help. Um, why should you pay money to get help? Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Why should you? We must familiarize ourselves with these scams. One, you see that paper that they give you to put under the bed? There's chemicals they put on these papers. You understand? You take it with you. Um, when you bring it back, they will put another chemical that will highlight the writing that was previously there, written, you know, using a, a chemical. You get me? This, has, this is a scam that's been around since early 60s. Wow. It's, it's not new. Mm. It's not new. 
um, that, you know, when I say to you, don't worry, it's not your fault. You know what they do? Once you are in their presence, mm. once you are in the same room with them, mm. there is herbs that, um, that are used to... Um, Wow. And I, I did feel, mm, I did feel, Uguti, hi, I'm not really myself, you know, in that. You understand? Because I'm sure you are a, a well-thinking person. Mm. <laughs> it's impossible that you will not, um, you will not see this coming. You understand? Mm. Um, that you... For the insights, if you have anything else that you would like to add. So what, what, what I want to advise is that, um, when we have to consult, and I usually say even consulting should not be something that we, we do so much. We understand. Uh, I think, you know, consulting and getting readings is so overdone and overrated for that matter. Um, because sometimes you may find the answers you are seeking for are within you. Um, if, if, if there are things, basic things you can do if you are seeking for answers you know um um you know you don't need a second person to tell you to pray um you get me um you can pray on your own we understand get someone credible to to guide you and mentor you we understand in terms of how do i connect um to my ancestors if you are seeking for answers answers instead of coming to us um because me now if you come to me um Honest as I look, if you come to me and I'm on school fees, you know, I've got an email today which my child will not be allowed back in school yet tomorrow if I don't pay 5,000 rands. The next client coming through that door, it will be very easy to be tempted to charge them 5,000 Um, We need to find ways to rather depend on ourselves. You know, consulting a traditional healer should be a last resort for me. And it should be take your family with um, um, an elder, someone, you know, at least two people mm -hmm. um, when you are going to consult. And it should be a last resort. It should not be something that you do often because you, you will continue. And we hope to chat to you soon. I think from my side, I have, uh, I share very similar sentiments to Umam Kondra, Umadlamini, Domiasema Zizini, that no consulting on your own, mm. right? Um, and make sure that the thing that you are there to do is the thing that you are doing alone, mm. right? No consultations happen on a person's premises. Um, I mean, not consultations rather, but cleansings. Cleansings are supposed to be in nature. Um, the whole experience is supposed to be one that is light and that illuminates light. So it's a red flag that you're in a dark room for me personally, mm. um, particularly if you are seeing that this is a space where you could easily take it outside or whatever, but that is a discussion for another day. Um, it's the darkness for me. Um, because in Gestosa we have a saying that says so for us to make way for light we must really usher the darkness away or yeah. the darkness must move away mm -hmm. um, 
And yes, I think for me, the gimmicks as well, um, the lotto numbers, that was a big red flag as well, but you couldn't have known. Mm. Um, this is just for anybody and everybody who is listening and consuming this, that mm. gimmicks, um, being told that you need unnecessary things that you are not there for, fear mongering, scare tactics, those are the red flags. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add, but thank you so very much for your time. Um, thank you for your story. And I hope that um, this hasn't tarnished or led you away from your spiritual journey um, forever. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. I'm slowly coming back to it. So it's, it's good. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.